This week's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash DJForceX. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. This episode of the DJ Force X podcast is proudly sponsored by Fixed. Fixed is a fan and artist-friendly independent record label that specializes in hybrid electronic rock. It's home to the likes of Cell Dweller, Blue Starly, I Will Never Be The Same, Witchy Nicks, The Algorithm, Voicians, CD Akira, and a whole bunch more. Check out their latest label sampler for just one dollar. At their official store, fixedstore.com. That's F I X T store.com. Save 10% off your first order by using my coupon code FORCEX. That's F O R C E X. They have loads of shirts, hoodies, stickers, posters, and many other accessories for all their artists. And this is available worldwide with fantastic international shipping rates to go with that. So head over to fixstore.com and check them out. And don't forget, use my coupon code FORCEX. Hello and welcome to the DJ FORCEX podcast, episode 66. Uh, I have Dan Vaughan. Uh, in the interview this week, uh, he is the organizer of the Ritual Festival, um, a black doom metal festival that takes place in Leeds in April um, at Canal Mills. Uh, do check it out. It's ritualfest.co.uk. Uh, fantastic lineup. Go check it out on their website. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this week I was out and about actually getting interviews. Uh, I was in downtown St. Pete. I interviewed Cypher Machine. Uh, and that's coming next week. Uh, that was good fun. Um, unfortunately, I missed their show that they had at the local 662. Um, but I hope to catch them again. I caught them with Skin Dread uh, a couple of months ago when they played in St. Pete as well. Um, and apart from that, I've got some good news coming or some fantastic news coming soon uh, that's kind of going to, I don't know, might change a few things uh, on this podcast, but it uh, changed things for the better. We shall see. Uh, but I do like teasing stuff. So, yes, um, there will be some news coming soon um, as to what that is. Um, but anyway, apart from that, uh, please rate and review the podcast. Keep that up uh, on iTunes. That would be fantastic because that kind of helps this podcast go up and up and up and up and up and gets opportunities to get some more uh, more guests on the show. Yeah. So anyway, on with this week's guest. It's Dan Vaughan, the head organizer of the Ritual Festival. Enjoy. to welcome to my show this week i've got another industry special uh i have dan vaughan here uh, he is the main booker um of the ritual festival that takes place in leeds this year uh welcome dan uh, welcome thank you very much for having me yeah no worries man no worries how are you doing today uh good i'm on pop round for a bit give me a bit of a motivational speech uh, but yeah i'm all good <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're there for <laughs> cool so um before we talk about the festival, could we just get a bit of background on yourself, um, like how you got to this point of actually booking a festival? Yeah, uh, so I started off um, did start off with a degree doing a lot of events production, started working at festivals as stage manager, artist liaison. I was on sort of uh, helping 
other festivals out, helping out other promoters. And it got to a point where I was like, well, I think I could do this. And we're missed. There's like a bit of a, a gap in the market where no one else is doing something like this. Yeah. Um, so, well, I'll just give it a shot. And I use my student loan to sort of fund the first one. Now I finished university, I'm kind of like, well, making my full-time job now. So <laughs> gone ahead, done Dreadfest and Ritual. I'm sort of going ahead with that, really. Cool. Cool. So, um, I mean, leading up to it, um, did you promote smaller shows to start with? To kind of, obviously, I know you said you were working with other promoters and things, but um, before you sort of did your own festival, did you, like, test the waters with a couple of, like, smaller shows? No. Uh, just went straight <laughs> into it. Went, yeah, uh, I, I, when I was working with the promoters, it was more me sort of doing the doors with them, understanding how they did it. Yeah. Um, and I just went all in. Cool. Yeah. Usually the best way for it. So. <laughs> So what made you, obviously you said there was a gap in the market, but this is a kind of a doom death, ma- death metal festival. Um, what made you pick that particular genre? What, what um, did you, is up in Leeds, obviously I've not been in England for a while, but um, uh, in Leeds, is that, is that scene quite big there? Um, I'd say the North, Link, North England is, is good for it. Um, it was more a case of what I was listening to at that time. Okay. And I thought there's no, there's no point me picking well, the genre area that's not really my thing, so I sort of started it on the genres I wanted to do, really. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, Ritual Festival. Uh, it's coming up in April, uh, April 8th, yeah. to be specific. Um, yeah. It's a hell of a lineup. Um, I've got some of the bands listed here in front of me. Uh, we've got um, Anal, Nathrak, uh, All Pigs Must Die, um, Bosk, Canvas, uh, and there's a whole bunch more, and uh, it's only £30, is that right? Yeah, that's it. Yes, they bounced it. And where's that taking place in Leeds? What's the what's the venue? At, uh, Canal Mills. Normally, it's a sort of a dance late night rave venue. Yeah. But um, so one of my friends did Outbreak Festival there that had um, Trapped Under Ice and they've had Turnstile and Slack. So I knew it would kind of work well. Yeah. Um, as, as a venue, and uh, apart from that, in Leeds, we haven't really got anything bigger. Obviously, Damnation used Leeds Uni, yeah. which is too big, too big for what I was doing. So I was lucky that I knew about that venue at the right time and it's uh i like it because it's it's got that kind of warehouse feel to it but it's also got um sort of a good sort of access route so you can sort of enjoy the bands the second stage is literally two seconds away they're literally like the next door to each other the two yeah. rooms yeah and then there's a nice smoke outdoor smoking area, area where people can sit down and food's outside so it's got a nice sort of venue feel to it rather than it just being a normal venue where you walk in and there's one room and then you, got, you walk outside and that's it. It's got a nice feel to it. Yeah, cool. Because I, I did look up the venue online and it, like I said, it looked like a dance venue, like just not yeah, a club. Yeah, like, and I was yeah. making sure that was the right place that I looked up. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of cool because I, I used to DJ in the UK, uh, rock nights and stuff. And um, mm. it was a, a big old, big old nightclub. Um, but we had like live en- music there as well. Um, but having like the rock kind of stuff going on there was unusual because it was kitted out like a full kind of, you know, almost like one of those kind of super clubs from back in the day. It's um, one of the benefits of having a venue that's had like dance nights is when we're doing the sound checks and stuff like that, we're like, we're putting through um, Electric Wizard and we're seeing how far we could go with it on the base levels. We're like, yeah, we've got enough here. That's yeah. definitely uh, the levels they're going. Yeah, that is the advantage of those venues. They they have they have that, yeah. low, that low end benefit that you don't normally get with a lot of shows. So cool. So, um, yeah. Um, what was my other question? Sorry off my train there it is um so with this um with your festival you said you book another one as well yeah we did dread fest which is in about is less than two weeks now at temple of boom 
Um, Temple Doom is probably, in, in my eyes, the best DIY venue in the UK. Yeah. They just recently had uh, the Infest, Siege and Drop Dead, last weekend Nacho Show. They had Disteria last month, uh, not Disteria, uh, Discharge last month. Um, they got some more stuff planned. So it's it's on, it's on the up. And Ooh. I thought I'd put um, a two day festival in February, which is in like just over a week, yeah. with Hudden Miss, um, Conan, Visserax, Horse, Na- Horse Nation, Endless Swarm. Good mix of sort of doom, a little bit of death, and then mainly grind, power violence, and just proper DIY party music, really. Nice, nice. And how much is that one? That one's 30 for a weekend and then 20 for a day ticket. Excellent, excellent, cool. So uh, with that, um, book, booking these bands, obviously, is, uh, booking these festivals, I should say, and you say it's a full-time job. Um, what are your ultimate plans for it, um, for either of the festivals, or are you going to try and uh, create more? Or any any other plans? I'm sort of on two sort of routes with it. I either want to get rich with itself to sort of roadburn level, and maybe just sit there and just do that all year long. Mm. And then I think I'll just it'll bug me that I'm not doing anything else. So I think I'll end up doing Escalated Dreadfest to maybe a bit bigger, and then may possibly do another one. Maybe have three a year, maybe four possibly. But Dread the Ritual itself will Ritual Festival will be my main aim that I'll try and grow incorporate as much as i can into it cool and do you have a team of people that work with you or are you more of a solo kind of just bring people in? Uh, it's them? pretty much me that books it and has all the ideas and i have a couple of people that help me on sort of the business side of it and stuff that i have no idea what to do <laughs> but it's mainly it's mainly me cool cool that's always, that's always good because I, I i did a bit of booking back in the day and uh, yeah. i did i did like mini festivals here and there and there were there were a lot of work and i was doing a lot of the stuff on my own Oh, um, I'm trying to relate on that level, and then the business side of it was was always a myth. But um, you know, it's kind of like parts of it where you sit there really happy, like oh, I'm going to book this band, I'm going to book that band, then you book it, and then you go, and oh, I've still got a lot of work to do. Yes, yeah, it's the it's the promoting side that the uh, yeah the trick you've got to find your you've got to find find the right angle. I believe is probably yeah. the right right term for it. So, um, so what do you look for in a band when you're booking these festivals? Um. What what do you look for when you're booking the bands? Obviously, availability is one of them, but um, do you have like a wish list or? Um, I've got like a wish list it's taller than me. Um, <laughs> like at one point, I hope I can get to uh, what bands that um, I've got to get the timing right. Um, there's ones that some, sometimes you just can't afford at that time. At that, that time, um, it, especially with like overseas bands, like I really love to bring over some really big sort of Southern Lord American doom bands, but it, to realistically do it, you, it's I know there's plenty of fans in the UK, but it's 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 a big risk bringing those ones over sometimes. Yeah. So you've got to get the timing right. And there's always my wish list of, go on, I'll give in and get this one, even though it might cost more than it should do. But mm. you've got to give in to that temptation every now and again. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, with that, um, like you say, bringing over bands from overseas and things like that, um, the obvious complications, do you try and catch them on tour uh, for it? Obviously, you've got your date you've set. Um, and if those bands are on tour, or do you try and get the? Ex- I know you've got an exclusive on your lineup. Um, yeah, already with. It depends because I've only obviously been doing this for, for just over a year now. Yeah, um, I'm not getting that many agents offering their bands for ritual just yet, mm. and it's it's quite awkward. I'm trying to be really organised and get it, but 2018 sort of starting booking now. But a majority of the bands won't know when they'll be, if they'll be free by April 2018. Yeah. Um, so I'll send all the offers out there and tell everyone it's happening on this date and 
let them all know. Give them a bit of time to sort something out. But if not, I'll just do what I did with Misery Index, where I just went, I want you. Can we just get you over for for four, four days we've got them for? Yeah, I think it's four days. Um, and I just did it all. So it's all for a ritual. We, did, we brought them all over just for us. Um, same with all pigs. I think we, what we did with all pigs was we said we want to play UK for two shows, and they bought the rest of the tour around it. So it's, it, it's, there's no set routine to do it. There's no set way of doing it. You just have to get lucky with if they want to tour when you want them or if it's worth bringing them over and then they, they can tour after that or before it. Awesome. Awesome. So what would be your ultimate band to get for your best tour? If you, if, you, if you had, you know, dealer's choice kind of thing, what, what, uh, who would you love to have headline? Emperor, Mastodon. Uh, are the two that are like up there on my proper like dream dream list but i know uh, roughly how much they cost so i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's a lot of bands in sort of my sort of area that's sort of this ritual level where the ones that like roeburn are getting and Bellafest are getting that i won't be able to reach just yet yeah. so like sleep and um who else have roeburn got i was in the throne room that achievable i reckon in the next couple of years and they're they're on my with my, my achievable wishes, shall I say. I reckon that <laughs> really is. Cool. So um, with that, uh, obviously bands that were uh, listening would love to play this festival, obviously. This year you've booked up, but um, if they were to um, apply for next year, what do you look for in a band, like a newer band? Um, the main thing is if they, if they get themselves out there. So there's a couple of bands, uh, small down Bands that are, I've booked two already for 2018 mm. that were just cases. I've seen them around. I've seen them play a show that I've been at or I've worked with them. Um, I think they're going to be they're going to be bigger in the next year or so. So it's a, it's a bit of a punt on my end, thinking yeah, you can have some recognition by trying to play a ritual. Yeah. Um, mainly, it's, it's I, I have a lot of bands email me, and I always try my hardest to try and email them back or or send a message on Facebook about well, oh, this festival's booked up. And I mainly just say some that I, I curate your ritual itself. I, I pick the bands on purpose. It's rare that I'll get a submission and I'll put them on. But what I do tell them all is if you play around these, let me know and I'll come see you. And I'll try and work you onto one of my lineups. But a majority of the bands will have been on one of my lineups for my smaller other shows. So like Conjure have been on my, on my smaller shows before. Uh, Groke have been on my shows before. Crocoma have been on my shows before. Mm-hmm. If you can manage to get on my, on my other ones, I do throughout the year. Yeah. You more, there's way more chance of you getting on the festivals themselves. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for that. Um, so I've got a couple of questions left for you. Just a couple of like generic questions that I normally throw out. Um, so when obviously promoting the amount of shows you have and work with the amount of shows that you have worked on, um, what's the most bizarre situation you found yourself in? I don't think I've had any. I've only been doing it for years. So nothing, nothing weird just yet. Um, working with other people or anything. Um, I've had some odd like after hour situation where I've helped people out with bands stopping at mine where it's just the party not really ended. I think oh who is it? Uh, I had the ritual day with Ohms, Bast, Conjurer, and I had one half of Ohms here, um, and then they were playing. I think it was Red Sun for James down in Cardiff the next day. Yeah, and they were in an absolute state, and he blamed me for it. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the weirdest thing that's happened so far. Nice. I, I reckon Dreadfest. I'll have some more stories for you. Nice, nice. <laughs> Uh, what are your uh, three top albums of all time? Ooh, that's it. Well, the Between the Buried and Me, Parallax Two, cool. um, Emperor, Nightside Eclipse, and ooh, 
It's going to be an old one, and yeah, that it's always always in my list of top ten albums. Is Basement Jacks Ruby always in there? <laughs> I love that album. I absolutely love it. Nice. I I, I like the uh, variety there. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um. So, and uh, what are your hobbies away from this? So, when you're not working with your festivals and shows and stuff, what do you do away from the music? Uh, just go to more gigs. That's literally what I do. It's, it's a bit weird. Yeah, because I'll, I'll stand there and I'll watch like support bands and main bands and. I'll, I'll be enjoying it, but I go into like a weird, like zoned out space where I'll be thinking of other shows and I'll be thinking of ideal sports. And I've been told off a couple of times at gigs for like using my phone while fans are playing, but I've shown people what I'm doing and I'm messaging like other bands to do other stuff. So it's kind of like my really weird sort of like thinking time, yeah. which that's probably like, that's what I'll do now is literally go shows, listen to music, plan ritual. That's just all I do, really. Okay, fair enough. Um, and finally, where can people reach out to you? Uh, where can they find out about the festival and everything? Um, if it's to contact Ritual itself, uh, it's ritualfestival.gmail.com. Um, if, if, as long as my, my inbox on Facebook doesn't get too too much, you can probably just message us on there. Yeah. If you want to find anything else about Ritual, it's ritualfest.co.uk. Our Facebook page is probably our, the most up-to-date one. I'm using it enough every day, so that's our best one to get contact with us. Awesome. Well, Dan, thank you for your time. Thank you uh, very much. Today. Um, and yeah, good luck with the festival. Both yeah, of thank them, you. in fact. <laughs> yeah, cheers. Cool, thank you, man. Bye-bye. Yeah, man, thank you. Bye.